This is Holden Karnofsky doing an amateur read-through of my blog post, Transformative AI Issues, Not Just Misalignment, an Overview. If this ends up being the most important century due to advanced AI, as I've argued it could be, what are the key factors in whether things go well or poorly? A lot of my previous writings have focused specifically on the threat of misaligned AI, AI that can have dangerous aims of its own and defeat all of humanity. In this post, I'm going to zoom out and give a broader overview of multiple issues transformative AI could raise for a society, with an emphasis on issues we might want to be thinking about now rather than waiting to address as they happen. My discussion will be very unsatisfying. What are the key factors in whether things go well or poorly with transformative AI is a massive topic, with lots of angles that have gotten almost no attention and surely lots of angles that I just haven't thought of at all. My one-sentence summary of this whole situation is, we're not ready for this. But hopefully, this will give some sense of what sorts of issues should clearly be on our radar, and hopefully it will give a sense of why, out of all the issues we need to contend with, I'm as focused on the threat of misaligned AI as I am. Here's an outline of the piece. First, I'll briefly clarify what kinds of issues I'm trying to list. I'm looking for ways the future could look durably and dramatically different, depending on how we navigate the development of transformative AI, such that doing the right things ahead of time can make a big, lasting difference. Then, I'll list candidate issues. First issue is misaligned AI. I touch on this only briefly since I've discussed it at length in previous pieces. The short story is that we should try to avoid AI ending up with dangerous goals of its own and defeating humanity. The remaining issues below seem irrelevant if this happens. The next issue is power imbalances. As AI speeds up science and technology, it can cause some country or countries or coalitions to become enormously powerful, so it matters a lot who leads the way on transformative AI. I fear this concern is generally overrated compared to misaligned AI, but it's still very important. There are also dangers in overly widespread as opposed to concentrated AI deployment. Next issue is early applications of AI. It might be that what early AIs are used for durably affects how things go in the long run. For example, whether early AI systems are used for education and truth-seeking rather than manipulative persuasion and or entrenching what we already believe. We might be able to affect which uses are predominant early on. Then there's new life forms. Advanced AI could lead to new forms of intelligent life, such as AI systems themselves and or digital people. Many of the frameworks we're used to for ethics and the law could end up needing quite a bit of rethinking for new kinds of entities. For example, should we allow people to make as many copies as they want of entities that will predictably vote in certain ways? Early decisions about these kinds of questions could have long-lasting effects. The next issue is persistent policies and norms. Perhaps we ought to be identifying particularly important policies, norms, etc. that seem likely to be durable even through rapid technological advancement, and try to improve these as much as possible before transformative AI is developed. Final issue is speed of development. Maybe human society just isn't likely to adapt well to rapid, radical advances in science or technology, and finding a way to limit the pace of advances could be good. Finally, I'll discuss how I'm thinking about which of these issues to prioritize at the moment, and why misaligned AI is such a focus of mine. An appendix will say a small amount about whether the long-run future seems likely to be better or worse than today, in terms of quality of life, assuming we navigate the above issues not amazingly but non-catastrophically. First section, the kinds of issues I'm trying to list. One basic angle you could take on AI is as follows. You could say AI's main effect will be to speed up science and technology a lot, This means humans will be able to do all the things they were doing before, the good and the bad, but more and faster. So basically, we'll end up with the same future we would have gotten without AI, just sooner. 
Therefore, there's no need to prepare in advance for anything in particular beyond what we do to work toward a better future normally in a world with no AI. Sure, lots of weird stuff could happen as science and technology advance, but that was already true, and many risks are just too hard to predict now and easier to respond to as they happen. That's one way you could think about the situation, and I don't agree with it, but I do think it's a good starting point. I think we shouldn't be listing everything that might happen in the future as AI leads to advances in science technology and trying to prepare for it. Instead, we should be asking, if transformative AI is coming in the next few decades, how does this change the picture of what we should be focused on beyond just speeding up what's going to happen anyway? I'm going to try to focus on extremely high-stakes issues, ways I could imagine the future looking durably and dramatically different depending on how we navigate the development of transformative AI. Below, I'll list some candidate issues fitting these criteria. Next section, potential issues. First issue, misaligned AI. I won't belabor this possibility because the last several pieces have been focused on it. This is just a quick reminder. In a world without AI, the main question about the long-run future would be how humans will end up treating each other. But if powerful AI systems will be developed in the coming decades, we need to contend with the possibility that these AI systems will end up having goals of their own and displacing humans as the species that determines how things will play out. Next issue, power imbalances. I've argued that AI could cause a dramatic acceleration in the pace of scientific and technological advancement. And I'll have an optional box that you can expand to elaborate on that, but I've written about it in the past. One way of thinking about this, perhaps, for reasons I've argued previously, AI could enable the equivalent of hundreds of years of scientific and technological advancement in a matter of a few months or faster. If so, then developing powerful AI a few months before others could lead to having technology that is effectively hundreds of years ahead of others. Because of this, it's easy to imagine that AI could lead to big power imbalances, as whatever country or countries or coalitions lead the way on AI development could become far more powerful than others, perhaps analogously to when a few smallish European states took over much of the rest of the world. One way we might try to make the future go better with respect to this issue is that maybe it could be possible for different countries and coalitions to strike deals in advance. For example, two equally matched parties might agree in advance to share their resources, territory, etc. with each other in order to avoid a winner-take-all competition. What might such agreements look like? Could they possibly be enforced? I really don't know, and I haven't seen this explored much. A little bit in a footnote. Another way one might try to make the future go better from this frame is to try to help a particular country or coalition develop powerful AI systems before others do. I previously wrote about this and called it the competition frame. I think it is, in fact, enormously important who leads the way on transformative AI. But at the same time, I've expressed concern that people might over-focus on this aspect of things versus other issues. For a number of reasons, including, first, I think people naturally get more animated about helping the good guys beat the bad guys than about helping all of us avoid getting a universally bad outcome for impersonal reasons. Another reason is I expect that I think this issue could be overrated is I expect people will tend to be overconfident about which countries, organizations, or people they see as the good guys. And I link to more discussion of this. But I do think this issue is very important. Finally, under the power imbalances heading, it's worth mentioning the possible dangers of powerful AI being too widespread rather than too concentrated. In an essay called The Vulnerable World Hypothesis, Nick Bostrom contemplates potential future dynamics, such as advances in biohacking tools making it easy for anyone with basic training in biology to kill millions. In addition to avoiding worlds where AI capabilities end up concentrated in the hands of a few, it could also be important to avoid worlds in which they diffuse too widely, too quickly, 
before we're able to assess the risks of widespread access to technology far beyond today's. Next issue, early applications of AI. Maybe advanced AI will be useful for some sorts of tasks before others. For example, maybe by default, advanced AI systems will soon be powerful persuasion tools and cause wide-scale societal dysfunction before they cause rapid advances in science and technology. And maybe with effort, we could make it less likely that this happens, more likely that early AI systems are used for education and truth-seeking rather than manipulative persuasion and or entrenching what we already believe. There could be lots of possibilities of this general form, particular ways in which AI could be predictably beneficial or disruptive before it becomes an all-purpose accelerant to science and technology, trying to understand those possibilities and work toward AI being used early for some things instead of others could be an issue worth some attention. Next issue, new life forms. Advanced AI could lead to new forms of intelligent life, such as AI systems themselves and or digital people. And then I have an optional expanding box that I won't go into here that goes into a fair amount of detail with a link to previous writing on what I mean by digital people. That the basic idea is people like us that are essentially being simulated in virtual environments and There's a claim I've made that such people would be conscious the way we are, should have human rights the way we do, but that's a matter for another day and written about previously. Now, many of the frameworks we're used to for ethics and the law could end up needing quite a bit of rethinking for new kinds of entities. For example, how should we determine which AI systems or digital people are considered to have rights and get legal protections? What about the right to vote? If an AI system or digital person can be quickly copied billions of times with each copy getting a vote, That could be a recipe for trouble. Does this mean we should restrict copying, restrict voting, or something else? What should the rules be about engineering AI systems or digital people to have particular beliefs or motivations or experiences? Some simple examples of challenges. Should it be illegal to create new AI systems or digital people that will predictably suffer a lot? How much suffering is too much? What about creating AI systems or digital people that consistently, predictably support some particular political party or view? For a lot more in this vein, you can see a very interesting piece by Nick Bostrom and Carl Schulman that I link to. Early decisions about these kinds of questions could have long-lasting effects. For example, imagine someone creating billions of AI systems or digital people that have capabilities and subjective experiences comparable to humans and are deliberately engineered to believe in or at least help promote some particular ideology, communism, libertarianism, etc. If these systems are self-replicating, that could change the future drastically. Thus, it might be important to set good principles in place for tough questions about how to treat new sorts of digital entities before new sorts of digital entities start to multiply. Next issue, persistent policies and norms. There might be particular policies and norms, etc., that are likely to stay persistent even as technology is advancing and many things are changing. For example, how people think about ethics and norms might just inherently change more slowly than technological capabilities change. Perhaps a society that had strong animal rights protections and generally pro-animal attitudes would maintain these properties all the way through explosive technological progress, becoming a technologically advanced society that treated animals well, while a society that had little regard for animals would become a technologically advanced society that treated animals poorly. Similar analysis could apply to religious values, social liberalism versus conservatism, etc. So perhaps we ought to be identifying particularly important policies or norms that seem likely to be durable, even through rapid technological advancement, and try to improve these policies and norms as much as possible before transformative AI is developed and makes everything go much faster. One tangible example of a concern I'd put in this category 
if AI is going to cause high persistent technological unemployment, it might be important to establish new social safety net programs such as universal basic income today, if these programs would be easier to establish today than in the future. I feel less than convinced of this one, to be honest. Uh, First, I have some doubts about how big an issue technological unemployment is going to be, and I linked to a previous piece on that. And second, because it's not clear to me why policy change would be easier today than in a future where technological unemployment is a reality. Next issue, slow it down. I've named a number of ways in which weird things, such as power imbalances and some parts of society changing much faster than others, could happen as scientific and technological advancement accelerate. Maybe one way to make the most important century go well would be to simply avoid these weird things by avoiding overly dramatic acceleration. Maybe human society just isn't likely to adapt well to rapid radical advances in science and tech, and finding a way to limit the pace of advances would be good. Any individual company or government, etc., has an incentive to move quickly and try to get ahead of others or not fall too far behind, but coordinated agreements and or regulations along the lines of the global monitoring possibility I wrote about previously could help everyone move more slowly. Other issues? Are there other ways in which transformative AI could cause particular issues, risks, etc. to loom especially large and be worth special attention today? I'm guessing I've only scratched the surface here. Next section. What I'm prioritizing at the moment. If this is the most important century, there's a vast set of things to be thinking about and trying to prepare for, and it's hard to know what to prioritize. Here's where I'm at for the moment. First, it seems very hard to say today what will be desirable in a radically different future. I wish more thought and attention were going into things like early applications of AI and norms and laws around new life forms. But it seems to me that it would be very hard to be confident in any particular goal in areas like these. Can we really say anything today about what sorts of digital entities should have rights or what kinds of AI applications we hope come first that we expect to hold up? I feel most confident in two very broad ideas. First, it's bad if AI systems defeat humanity to pursue goals of their own. And second, it's good if good decision makers end up making the key decisions. These map to the misaligned AI and power imbalance topics, or what I previously called caution and competition. That said, it also seems hard to know who the good decision makers are. I've definitely observed some of this dynamic. Person or company A says they're trying to help the world by aiming to build transformative AI before person or company B But person or company B says they're trying to help the world by aiming to build transformative AI before A. It's pretty hard to come up with tangible tests of who's a good decision maker. We mostly don't know what person A would do with enormous power or what person B would do based on their actions today. One possible criterion is that we should arguably have more trust in people or companies who show more caution. People in companies who show willingness to hurt their own chances of being in the lead in order to help everyone's chance of avoiding a catastrophe for misaligned AI. As an aside, here's a note on competition at the country level. Instead of focusing on which particular people and or companies lead the way on AI, you could focus on which countries do, such as preferring non-authoritarian countries. For example, some folks today are trying to ensure that the U.S. develops transformative AI before another country does, by arguing for the importance of AI to U.S. policymakers. But this approach makes me quite nervous, because first, I expect U.S. policymakers by default to be very oriented toward competition to the exclusion of caution. This could change if the importance of caution becomes more widely appreciated. And second, I worry about a nationalized AI project that A, doesn't exercise much caution at all, focusing entirely on racing ahead of others, 
and B, could backfire by causing other countries to go for nationalized projects of their own, inflaming an already tense situation and not even necessarily doing much to make it more likely that the U.S. leads the way. There might be ways of helping particular countries without raising the risks of something like a low-caution nationalized AI project, and if so, these could be important and good. But with all that in mind, for now, I'm most focused on the threat of misaligned AI. Here are some reasons for this. First, it currently seems to me that misaligned AI is a significant risk. Misaligned AI seems likely by default if we don't specifically do things to prevent it, and preventing it seems far from straightforward, as I've argued in previous posts on the difficulty of alignment research and why it could be hard for key players to be cautious. At the same time, it seems like there are significant hopes for how we might avoid this risk. As argued previously in pieces that I linked to, my sense is that the more broadly people understand this risk, the better our odds of avoiding it. I currently feel that the threat of misaligned AI is underrated relative to the easier-to-understand angle of I hope people I like develop powerful AI systems before others do. And then I think the competition frame, focusing on helping some countries or coalitions or companies develop advanced AI before others, makes quite a bit of sense as well. But as noted directly above, I have big reservations about the most common competition-oriented actions, such as trying to help particular companies outcompete others or trying to get U.S. policymakers more focused on AI. For the latter, I worry that the risks making huge sacrifices on the caution front and even backfiring, this risks making huge sacrifices on the caution front and even backfiring that causes other governments to invest in projects of their own. For the former, uh, which is helping particular companies and people, I worry about the ability to judge good leadership and the temptation to overrate people who resemble oneself. Now, this is all far from absolute. I'm open to a broad variety of projects to help the most important century go well, whether they're about caution, competition, or another issue, including those I've listed in this post. My top priority at the moment is reducing the risks of misaligned AI, but I think a huge range of potential risks aren't getting enough attention from the world at large. And here's the appendix. If we avoid catastrophic risks, how good does the future look? Here in this appendix, I'll say a small amount about whether the long-run future seems likely to be better or worse than today in terms of quality of life. Part of why I want to do this is to give a sense of why I feel cautiously and moderately optimistic about such a future, such that I feel broadly okay with a frame saying we should try to prevent anything too catastrophic from happening and figure that the future we get, if we can pull that off, is reasonably likely, though far from assured, to be good. So I'll go through some quick high-level reasons for hope, that is, the future might be better than the present, and for concern, that is, it might be worse. In this section, I'm ignoring the special role AI might play, and just thinking about what happens if we get a fast-forwarded future. When thinking about how things could change in the future, I'll be focusing on what I think are probably the most likely ways the world will change, laid out in a previous post, a higher world population and greater empowerment due to a greater stock of ideas, innovations, and technological capabilities. My aim in this appendix is to ask, if we navigate the above issues, neither amazingly nor catastrophically, and end up with the same sort of future we'd have had without AI, just sped up, how do things look? So first reason for hope is empowerment trends. One simple take on this topic would be, life has gotten better for humans over the last couple hundred years or so, the period during which we've seen most of history's economic growth and technological progress. We've seen better health, less poverty and hunger, less violence, more anti-discrimination measures, and few signs of anything getting clearly worse. So if humanity just keeps getting more and more empowered and nothing catastrophic happens, we should plan on life continuing to improve along a variety of dimensions. And I've written about those trends in the past, I'll link to them here. 
Now, why do these trends exist, and should we expect them to hold up? There are lots of theories, and I won't pretend to know, but I'll lay out some basic thoughts that may be illustrative and give cause for optimism. First off, there's an awful lot of room for improvement just from continuing to cut down on things like hunger and disease. A wealthier, more technologically advanced society seems like a pretty good bet to have less hunger and disease for fairly straightforward reasons. But we've also seen improvement on other dimensions too. This could be partly explained by something like the following dynamic. Most people would, perhaps aspirationally, like to be nonviolent, compassionate, generous, and fair if they could do so without sacrificing other things. As empowerment rises, the need to make sacrifices could fall noisily and imperfectly across the board. This dynamic may have led to some noisy and imperfect improvement to date, but there might be much more benefit in the future compared to the past. For example, if we see a lot of progress on social science, we might get to a world where people understand their own needs, desires, and behavior better, and thus can get most or all of what they want, from material needs to self-respect and happiness, without having to outcompete or push down others. Another reason for hope is the cheap utopia possibility. This is sort of an extension of the previous point. If we imagine the upper limit of how empowered humanity could be in terms of having lots of technological capabilities, it might be relatively easy to create a kind of utopia, such as the utopia I've described previously that I linked to, or hopefully something much better. This doesn't guarantee that such a thing will happen, but a future where it's technologically easy to do things like meeting material needs and providing radical choice could be quite a bit better than the present. An interesting and wonky treatment of this idea is Carl Schulman's blog post called Spreading Happiness to the Stars Seems Little Harder Than Just Spreading. Now, a reason for concern is authoritarianism. There are some huge countries that are essentially ruled by one person, little to no democratic or other mechanisms for citizens to have a voice in how they're treated. It seems like a live risk that the world could end up this way, essentially ruled by one person or relatively small coalition across the whole world in the long run. It arguably would even continue a historical trend in which political units have gotten larger and larger. Now, maybe this would be fine if whoever's in charge is able to let everyone have freedom, wealth, and etc. at little cost to themselves, but maybe whoever's in charge is just a crazy or horrible person, in which case we might end up with a bad future, even if it would be cheap to have a wonderful one. So that's a simple way things could go very badly despite having, you know, cheap utopia, things like that. And then another reason for concern is competitive dynamics. You might imagine that as empowerment advances, we get pure, more unrestrained competition. Here's one way of thinking about this. Today, no matter how ruthless CEOs are, they tend to accommodate some amount of leisure time for their employees. That's because businesses have no choice but to hire people who insist on working a limited number of hours, having a life outside of work, etc. But if we had advanced enough technology, it might be possible to run a business whose employees have zero leisure time. One example would be via digital people and the ability to make lots of copies of highly productive people just as they're about to get to work. A more mundane example would be if advanced stimulants and other drugs were developed so people could be productive without breaks. And that might be what the most productive businesses, organizations, etc. end up looking like. The most productive organizations might be the ones that most maniacally and uncompromisingly use all their resources to acquire more resources. These could be precisely the organizations that end up filling most of the galaxy. There's more of this general concern at a Slate Star Codex post that I link to. The key quote is, I'm pretty sure that brutal competition, combined with ability to copy and edit minds, necessarily results in paring away everything not directly maximally economically productive. And a lot of things we like, love, family, art, hobbies, are not directly maximally economically productive. That said, and this is back to my voice, hold on. 
it's not really clear how this kind of dynamic ultimately shakes out. One possibility would be something like this by contrast. Lots of people, or perhaps machines, compete ruthlessly to acquire resources, but this competition is legal, subject to a property rights system, and ultimately for the benefit of the investors and the competing companies and organizations. Now, who are these investors? Well, today, many of the biggest companies are mostly owned by a large number of individuals via mutual funds. The same could be true in the future, and those individuals could be normal people who use the proceeds for nice things. So if the cheap utopia possibility described above comes to pass, it might only take a small amount of spare resources to support a lot of good lives, and those spare resources could just belong to whoever has the wealth to start with and is the investors in whatever ruthless competition is happening between law-abiding companies. So that's the way things could play out. Overall, my guess is that the long-run future is more likely to be better than the present than worse than the present in the sense of average quality of life. I'm very far from confident in this, I'm more confident that the long-run future is likely to be better than nothing, and that it would be good to prevent humans from going extinct, or to prevent a similar development such as a takeover by misaligned AI. 